The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 56, March 2018, Number 9. Published by the American Council of the Blind. Read by Thomasine Berg in the recording studio of the Perkins Library. Be a part of ACB. The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, the National Office has printed cards available for this purpose. Consider including a gift to ACB in your last will and testament. If your wishes are complex, call the National Office. To make a contribution to ACB by the Combined Federal Campaign, use this number, 11155. Check in with ACB. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 712-775-4808. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at sign A-C-B-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L or like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Copyright 2018, American Council of the Blind. Eric Bridges, Executive Director. Sharon Lovering, Editor. 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. Table of Contents In Memoriam, Mary Jane M.J. Hills Schmidt by Mary Beth Metzger President's Message, Flying Needs to Remain Friendly for Guide Dog Handlers, by Kim Charlson. Voting in ACB, A Proposal for Your Consideration, by Jeff Tom. Getting Out the Word About You, by Ron Brooks. Propel to the Next Level, Apply to Become a 2018 ACB and J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow, by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Knowledge is Power, Step into a New Realm, by Kenneth Semyon Sr. 2018 Convention Sneak Preview, 
Special Interest Affiliates and Committees by Janet Dickelman Continuing Education Opportunities with ACB by Carla Rushevel and Leslie Spoon All Aboard the Dillon Express by Katie Frederick Broke Your New Year's Resolutions Already? Resolve to support ACB through the MMS program. Crossroads, Let Your Journey Begin by Amanda Salm. Holiday Auction Thank Yous by Carla Rushevel. Affiliate News. Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666, or via email, s-l-o-v-e-r-i-n-g at acb.org. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce Listserv. Send a blank email to announce-subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.ablists.org slash m-a-i-l-m-a-n slash l-i-s-t-i-n-f-o slash a-n-n-o-u-n-c-e and type your email address and name where indicated. For news you can use, check out the new ACB Radio World News and Information at www.acbradio.org. ACB Radio's main menu is the talk of the town when it comes to technology. Check it out at www.acbradio.org. In Memoriam Mary Jane M.J. Hills Schmidt by Mary Beth Metzger A charter ACB member and a founding ACBNY member has fought her last battle. In the early morning of Friday, January 12, M.J. Schmidt, 86, died peacefully in Florida after a long illness. Throughout her life, M.J. worked tirelessly to ensure that all persons who are blind could enjoy the same opportunities in education, employment, and social status as their sighted peers. M.J. gave unstintingly of her time and knowledge, investing in the younger generations who are leading ACB today. In the 1950s and 1960s, well before the Rehabilitation Act or the Americans with Disabilities Act, M.J. was competitively employed as a secretary, raising two children on the board of directors at the Association for the Blind of Rochester, New York, now ABVI, and was traveling extensively. She pursued her life and work goals relentlessly, often at considerable cost. Despite her crowded schedule, M.J. always took time to talk with others, particularly with young blind people, and, whenever possible, to convince them to spend an afternoon assisting with her latest project. It was not enough for M.J. to succeed as an individual. Her personal successes never caused her to become complacent or to minimize the formidable barriers facing all blind people. 
she consistently did her best to remove those barriers for others as well as for herself. In her determination to move forward, MJ never forgot the people who remained on the fringes, like the woman who was imprisoned in a room as a child just because she was blind. Both personally and as part of an organization, MJ did her best to ensure that other blind people would not suffer similar isolation and abuse. After working in the National Federation of the Blind, NFB, for several years, MJ and others reluctantly abandoned the NFB and formed the ACB in 1961. For the next 50 years, MJ would attend every national convention, at first with her young children and later alone. At those conventions, she worked hard, always dressed professionally, and still managed to spend many hours socializing with friends. Regardless of how late she stayed up the previous night, MJ was always on the convention floor the next morning, ready to do battle for the causes she supported. MJ had very definite opinions on most subjects, and she was not hesitant in expressing her views. In 1976, after an extensive and often frustrating job search, MJ left her native Rochester, New York, to accept a job as a computer programmer at the Sears Tower in Chicago. One part of MJ's preparation for the move to Chicago was to train at Guiding Eyes for the Blind with Alice, the first of her several guide dogs. Together, MJ and her dogs navigated the busy streets of Chicago and traveled throughout the United States on behalf of ACB. Later, MJ would also serve on the Graduate Council for Guiding Eyes and would travel on their behalf as well. During these trips, MJ was never without a small booklet listing each state's laws pertaining to guide dog access. When a limousine driver refused to transport MJ and her guide dog from the Chicago airport, she filed suit against the company, having exhausted all lesser means of redress. The complaint was eventually resolved in MJ's favor. MJ did not seek conflict, but she never flinched from ensuring that her rights and the rights of others were considered. Whether she was enjoying drinks with friends, selling tickets for a fundraiser, speaking at a convention, or cheering for her beloved Dodgers, MJ plunged wholeheartedly into each task. She often stressed the need for each person to give back to the community and to help others whenever possible, and she did her best to follow these principles. MJ remained a loyal friend, a formidable opponent, and a staunch supporter of the democratic process. If MJ were reading this article now, she would be growing impatient. After all, there is still so much more work to be done. As we pay tribute to MJ personally, locally, and nationally, let us continue the legacy of compassion, perseverance, and fortitude that she exhibited throughout the years. Let's not neglect to spend time with our friends either, both having fun and exchanging ideas. That, too, is part of the M.J. Schmidt legacy. A memorial service for M.J. Schmidt will be held in Rochester, New York, at a date to be determined. Condolences can be addressed to J-E-F-F-H-I-L-L-S-5-8 at H-O-T-M-A-I-L dot com. In lieu of flowers, contributions in memory of M.J. Schmidt may be sent to ACB for the Angel Memorial Tribute Program, addressed to ACB Treasurer, 
6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430, or call 1-800-866-3242. Caption, M.J. Schmidt standing on stage behind the lectern microphone, presides over the Tuesday session at the 2002 ACB National Convention in Houston, Texas. She sports a deep purple shirt, purple earrings, and a gold pendant necklace. President's Message Flying Needs to Remain Friendly for Guide Dog Handlers by Kim Charlson The American Council of the Blind, ACB, has long advocated for the rights of travelers with guide dogs in the skies. However, recent policies undertaken by a few airlines have cast a cloud on travelers with service animals, threatening equal access to the same level of service for all other passengers. In recent years, more and more fake service animals are appearing on airplanes with owners claiming they are service or emotional support dogs. The problem has persisted as passengers try to avoid expensive fees for flying with their pets. Some have even gone as far as to try to challenge airlines and see how far they can go by trying to bring strange and exotic animals like turkeys and peacocks onto the plane. The issue has resulted in pervasive misbehavior of animals, destruction of property, and in some cases, injury to other passengers. Such actions have challenged the Department of Transportation's definition of what constitutes service and emotional support animals under the Air Carrier Access Act, commonly referred to as the ADA of the Skies. ACB has been actively working with the Department of Transportation, disability rights advocates, and airlines to find a solution that curtails fraud and abuse. We were at the table with all the above for six months in 2016, during negotiations between airlines and consumer advocates at the request of Congress. However, those negotiations failed to identify a compromise. Fast forward 18 months, and ACB was extremely surprised to learn of Delta Airlines' new policy restricting access for service and emotional support animals. The policy, accessed via the link shared at the end of this article, establishes measures that create significant hoops for travelers with guide dogs while doing very little to stop anyone from going online and downloading false documents asserting their pet is a service animal. The new policy, which took effect March 1st, denies access to easy entry into airports, requiring 48-hour notice and check-in at airline counters before passing through security. It also requires medical forms to be uploaded to Delta's website in advance of travel. The new policy does little to punish wrongdoers and instead takes significant steps toward making travel more burdensome for passengers who are blind and rely on the use of guide dogs. We acknowledge that fake service dogs are a problem, but the solution should not penalize the population of legitimate service dog handlers and make it burdensome for guide dog teams to travel freely. ACB strongly opposes any policy that creates an undue burden for passengers with service animals and denies them equal access to the same level of service that other passengers receive. At no point during Delta's deliberation did they reach out to ACB or our affiliate, 
Guide Dog Users, Inc., which is one of the nation's leading advocacy groups representing the oldest and most recognized use of service animals. Both GDUI and ACB were engaged in drafting a variety of more reasonable solutions during the 2016 negotiations, and our hope is that Delta and other airlines will work with leading consumer advocacy groups to assure that any needed policies are done so in a thoughtful and constructive manner that protects equal access while reducing fraud and abuse. ACB encourages passengers with guide dogs to share their concerns and any issues while flying by contacting the Department of Transportation's Aviation Consumer Protection Division. Let them know you believe Delta's new policy creates undue burdens and denies equal access to service. They can be reached at 202-366-2220 or online at T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash Y-9-S-V-Q-6-L-E. Be persistent. Editor's Note. Accessibility issues involving the complaint website have been raised with the Department of Transportation. End of note. To learn more about the new Delta policies, read the Delta press release at T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash Y-D-B-7-B-M-5-Z. To read GDUI's response, visit T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash Y-A-V-E-N-5-S-8. ACB has already engaged in meetings with the Department of Transportation and Airlines pursuing policy changes with regard to service animals. We will continue to keep our members updated on this issue as we push for equal access in the sky. Voting in ACB, a proposal for your consideration, by Jeff Tom. Last year, I wrote two articles for the ACB Braille Forum on extending voting to those not attending the ACB convention. The articles discussed the reasons for implementing a remote voting system, an outline of how the system might work, and some of the questions and concerns that arise. The goal was to begin a dialogue among the membership about whether to take this step. At its fall board meeting, the board of directors adopted a motion that directed the voting task force to prepare a report providing the findings and input from participants in the mock election. The report had to include possible voting models and or directions for further action, including cost considerations, and be distributed through all communications media, including ACB Radio and the ACB Braille Forum, by no later than the 2018 mid-year meetings. The mock election referred to in the motion was held during May of 2017. In it, those on the leadership listserv were used as a sample set of voters. Participants cast their ballots online and via telephone on both a resolution and a ballot for an office. We used the Vote Now system, the system that GDUI and Blind Pride International, BPI, are currently using for their elections. The overall view was that it was easy to use the system and a positive experience. 
The goal of that mock election was to allow folks to understand how the system works, not to answer the questions of how to modify our electoral process and the desirability of doing so. The voting task force met once in November and once in December. The outcome of those meetings is a proposal for the implementation of voting in the election of ACB officers and directors and members of the Board of Publications for all members, whether attending convention or not. This proposal is the only one that, given all the variables that apply to our elections and taking into consideration the state of existing technology, staff time, the cost of implementing a remote voting technology and other factors, we could reasonably view as worth presenting. Under this proposal, Vote Now would be used to implement the individual vote segment of this voting procedure. We chose the Vote Now system after investigating several remote voting providers and considering them based on format, accessibility, and cost. Some remote voting companies have online voting but not telephone voting. Some have websites that are not very accessible. Some send emails but not postcards, and some are far more expensive than others. We chose Vote Now as the most effective system to meet our needs. The process would only apply to Officer, Director, and Board of Publications, BOP, elections, and not to resolutions and constitutional amendments. In addition, Director and BOP seats that come open as a result of an earlier election would be handled in the traditional way. Before describing how the system would actually work in the ACB election context, it is important to recognize that our problem is that we do not fit the true remote voting business model. In a remote voting business model, the ballot is typically known well in advance and is not created or changed within a matter of minutes. The provider has ample time to create and test the website and telephone ballots. Additionally, voting occurs over an extended period of time, days or weeks, not minutes or hours, as in our case. Under our proposal, 30 days prior to the ACB convention, the ACB office would provide Vote Now with names of every member of ACB certified as eligible to vote. Two weeks prior to convention, Vote Now would provide postcards and emails if desired, giving each member a personal identification code. You would need that code to cast your vote. The voting process would begin on Wednesday morning with nominations from the floor and the affiliate vote. Once all nominations were made, Vote Now would configure the ballot. Individual voting would open Wednesday at noon and close Thursday at 8 a.m. Individuals would not vote on the convention floor, but would, like those not attending the convention, be able to vote with their identification codes via telephone or computer. Election results would be announced Thursday morning, and any board or BOP vacancies could be filled by elections conducted in the current manner during the Thursday session. Some of the issues that using such a system would create include cost. The cost of using Vote Now would be slightly in excess of $9,000. We would need to decide how to pay for this system. Also, Vote Now allows ACB to include biographies of the candidates. Any candidate who chose to run from the floor would need to immediately have his or her biography ready for input into the system. Do we want biographies? 
If so, do we want to change our practice by requiring that any person who runs for office must declare at some point prior to the election on the floor? What about elections where there are more than two candidates? We could have a runoff on Thursday using the traditional method where only those at convention could vote, or we could make the highest vote-getter, even if less than a majority, the winner. With respect to board elections, a losing candidate now has the opportunity to run in subsequent seats. Now, that opportunity wouldn't occur unless a vacant seat was created through a board member winning an officer election. Do we want to change our board of directors voting procedure to have one election under which a voter would cast the same number of votes as there are open seats? Should we be concerned that a glitch in designing the ballot could throw off the entire timing of the election? How concerned should we be that, since our elections often occur on or around July 4, short staffing on the part of Vote Now could cause a problem? Should we consider the elimination of affiliate voting, since every member would now have the right to cast a ballot? Should we be concerned that some elections would be handled using the new methodology, while others would need to be dealt with using the traditional one? We cannot make any change in our voting procedure without modifying our Constitution and bylaws. We would need to modify various provisions that limit voting to those at convention. The Voting Task Force wishes that there were easy answers to the issue of enabling all members to vote in ACB elections, but there are not. We hope that all of you will help us make the right decision for ACB. Those of you attending the President's meeting in February will have the opportunity to provide us with input at that time. However, it is crucial that as many members as possible provide their thoughts and ideas on the future of our system of voting in general and specifically on this proposal. You can provide input either by email at c-o-m-m-e-n-t-s at acb.org or by leaving a telephone message toll-free at 1-877-926-1910. Getting Out the Word About You by Ron Brooks As members of the American Council of the Blind, we are responsible for electing the best among us who are then responsible for providing leadership on our Board of Directors and Board of Publications. At this year's ACB convention, we will be electing a total of five board members and two members of the Board of Publications— the purpose of this article is to give you information that you can use to help ensure that we elect the best possible candidates for all of these critical leadership positions. The ACB Candidates Page If you plan to run for the board or BOP, the ACB Candidates Page is a place where you can introduce yourself, post links to your social media pages, and where you can provide responses to the following questions. Please note, your response to each question will be cut off at 300 words, and the BOP will not edit your responses for spelling or grammar mistakes. Questions for Board Candidates 1. Introduce yourself and explain why you wish to serve as a member of the ACB Board of Directors. 2. Summarize your experience with the national organization and or with state, special interest, or local chapters that qualifies you for service on the board of directors. 
Three, if you could strengthen the ACB's performance in any area, where would you focus your efforts and what would you do? Four, how would you strengthen the cohesiveness among the ACB and its state and special interest affiliates? Five, what are the most important areas where the ACB should focus in the 21st century? How can you assist the organization to excel in those areas? Questions for BOP candidates. 1. Introduce yourself and explain why you are interested in serving as a member of the Board of Publications. 2. Summarize any experience you have as a writer. How can you use this experience to strengthen the BOP's oversight of ACB's written and online publications? 3. If you could make changes to the ACB's written and or online communications, what would you change and why? 4. What role, if any, should the BOP play in the written or online publications of ACB state or special interest affiliates? If you wish to provide contact email addresses and links to websites or social media sites where ACB members can obtain more information, you may do so. However, these links will not be live and will not count toward the 300-word limits described herein. Instructions for Candidates Page Submissions 1. You must be an ACB member in good standing. 2. Submissions must be in Braille in print, or submitted electronically. You may submit your electronic entries in Word as ASCII text file or in the body of an email. 3. Email electronic submissions to slovering at acb.org with the subject line Candidates Forum Submission. 4. Mail print Braille and electronic submissions on thumb drives to American Council of the Blind, Attention, Candidates, page 1703 North Beauregard, B-E-A-U-R-E-G-A-R-D, Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311. 5. The deadline for all candidates' page submissions is May 6, 2018, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Late submissions will not be accepted. A Bigger Better ACB Candidates Forum All candidates who post information to the ACB Candidates page will be invited to participate in the ACB Candidates Forum. This year, the BOP is partnering with ACB Radio to make the Candidates Forum bigger, better, more inclusive, and more informative than ever before. Join us by phone and by ACB Radio to meet the candidates, to ask the questions, and to hear the responses. Date, Tuesday, May 21, 2018, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Duration, 2 hours. Access via ACB Radio, www.acbradio.org, or ACB Radio by phone, 712-775-4808. Please note, you must register as a candidate on the ACB Candidates page in order to participate in the ACB Candidates Forum as a candidate. New, a convention town hall meeting. 
What would the ACB convention be without a little last-minute politicking? That's where the convention town hall meeting comes in. The BOP and ACB Radio will host a convention town hall meeting where all candidates can assemble to answer questions from the audience in the room as well as the one participating through ACB Radio. Stay tuned to this newsletter, ACB Radio, and or your favorite ACB email lists for more details. We're only as good as our candidates. ACB's Board of Directors and Board of Publications are only as good as the candidates who choose to run, so please think about where you can contribute to ACB and our shared future. If you have questions about either board, contact a board or BOP member for more information. Once you make that decision to run, please join the BOP Candidates page so we can all learn about the unique gifts that you will bring to our organization. Propel to the next level. Apply to become a 2018 ACB and J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow by Kenneth Semyon, Sr. Seeking positive change in 2018? Think about it. It's a great time to personally advance to a higher plane. You, ACB, and J.P. Morgan Chase could be the winning combination you have been searching for. Leadership fellows are seekers of rewarding opportunities. Therefore, for the third consecutive year, J.P. Morgan Chase will provide full access to the ACB conference and convention for five ACB members who have demonstrated leadership abilities. Get connected with previous classes of leadership fellows who have had the experience of a lifetime while meeting other members and active leaders from around the country. By attending the 57th Annual ACB Convention in St. Louis, Missouri, as a leadership fellow, you will gain the tools for success through participation in informative workshops, seminars, and leadership development sessions that are sure to prepare you to serve well in future leadership roles within ACB, your local chapter, and your state or special interest affiliate. To be a qualified applicant, you are required to meet specific criteria, including but not limited to the following three elements. 18 years of age or older. Blind or visually impaired. An ACB member in good standing. Eligible applicants must be endorsed by the president of their state or special interest affiliate. The application process for this award also consists of submitting two letters and participating in a telephone interview with a team of DKM committee members. The applicant's letter will include the objectives in applying for the leadership award, a brief summary of your education and relevant experience, number of years of membership in ACB, as well as previous conventions attended, if any, Description of one's role as a leader and examples of what you bring to ACB. Be sure to add your full name, physical address, telephone number where you can be reached, and your primary email address. The affiliate president's letter of recommendation should address the applicant's contributions to the affiliate, ACB, and community organizations and describe the applicant's demonstrated leadership skills and leadership potential. 30-minute telephone interviews will be scheduled for mid-April. All recipients receive round-trip transportation, hotel accommodation, double occupancy, per diem stipend for meals and incidentals, 
convention registration fee and reception and banquet tickets. Recipients are expected to attend the convention from the opening meeting, Saturday evening, June 30, through the Thursday evening banquet, July 5, and to participate actively in all designated convention activities, including the daily general sessions, special interest presentations, seminars, and workshops. Send application documents to Kelly Gask in the ACB National Office, K-G-A-S-Q-U-E at acb.org. The deadline for receipt is April 3rd. Apply today. Don't be late. If you have questions regarding the application process and required documentation, contact DKM Chair Kenneth Semyon Sr. S-E-M-I-E-N at S-B-C-G-L-O-B-A-L dot net. Selected awardees will be notified during the latter part of April. Knowledge is Power. Step into a New Realm by Kenneth Semyon Sr. The DKM First Timers Committee is accepting letters of application from ACB members who wish to take advantage of a great opportunity. If you are a member who has never attended an ACB convention and have begun serving in your chapter or affiliate, you are encouraged to apply to become a DKM First Timer for 2018. Join the class of over 40 current DKM first-timers and interact with hundreds of other members during the 57th Annual ACB Conference and Convention in St. Louis, Missouri, this July. Gain the knowledge you need to become a future leader in ACB. Your future begins now. To be eligible for consideration, each applicant must be age 18 or older blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, and never have attended a previous ACB national convention. In addition, two letters must be submitted for each applicant, a letter of application from the interested member and a letter of recommendation from a state or special interest affiliate president. The application letter introduces the applicant to the committee and should include the reasons for applying for the award, a brief summary of education and experience related to his or her community service, contributions to the affiliate, and the significance of the first-timer's award to the applicant's personal or career development. The letter of recommendation should include the applicant's leadership contributions and potential. Applicants who meet these requirements will also undergo a 30-minute interview with a team of DKM committee members during mid-April. DKM first-timers will receive round-trip air travel and supporting transportation, hotel accommodations, double occupancy, per diem allowance for meals and incidentals, leadership institute, reception, banquet tickets, the general convention registration fee, and other activities determined by the committee and ACB board of directors. Optional tours and other fun activities are not covered by the program. The responsibilities of each recipient include but are not limited to attending the full week of conference and convention activities from Saturday, June 30 through Friday, July 6. Participating in daily general sessions and the Keys to the Convention seminar, along with special interest and committee seminars, while interacting with ACB leaders and fellow members.
Applications and supporting letters should be forwarded to Kelly Gask, K-G-A-S-Q-U-E, at acb.org, and must be received in the ACB National Office no later than April 3rd. Incomplete applications will not be considered. The selection process will conclude with two recipients being awarded as DKM first-timers, one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. The committee reserves the right to recognize two recipients from the east or west if there are no qualified applicants from one of the specified areas. The DKM committee will select the 2018 first-timers during the latter part of April. Applicants will be notified of their status shortly thereafter. If you have questions, contact DKM Chair Kenneth Semyon Sr. via email semien at sbcgloball.net or phone 409-866-5838. Convention Sneak Preview Special Interest Affiliates and Committees by Janet Dickelman ACB Special Interest Affiliates and Committees are in the beginning stages of planning their workshops, seminars, and meetings. The below listing is based on information shared on a convention planning call and is only a small snapshot of what you will find at the 2018 Conference and Convention in St. Louis, Missouri. Convention dates are Friday, June 29th, through Friday, July 6th. Special Interest Affiliates American Association of Blind Teachers, AABT. The teachers are in the planning stages for a program on teacher preparedness to assist students embarking on college and other life-changing events. American Association of Visually Impaired Attorneys, AVIA, will hold sessions Saturday through Tuesday, culminating with their luncheon and speaker on Tuesday. Also join AVIA members on a tour of the old courthouse and a mock trial on the first Dred Scott decision. ACB Diabetics in Action ACBDA will host a seminar on Saturday, a mixer on Monday, and a luncheon on Tuesday. ACB Families ACBF Tuesday is Family Day with a breakfast, the ever-popular bingo night, and a potential seminar on charter schools. ACB Government Employees, ACBGE, will hold one event, a meeting on Wednesday afternoon to determine the future of the affiliate. ACB Lions, ACBL, will be roaring on Wednesday with a luncheon and speaker, plus Millie's Place Pin Swap. Blind LGBT Pride International, BPI will hold several wine tastings as well as seminars on health and wellness focusing on alternative medicine. They plan to co-sponsor events with ACB students. Their Tuesday night movie will be the Academy Award-nominated film Call Me By Your Name. Braille Revival League, BRL, and Library Users of America, LUA, have several programs planned a joint program Monday evening on reading using BARD, Bookshare, and other platforms, and Tuesday's session featuring talking book narrator Laura Gianarelli, a segment on reading and writing Braille with your iPhone, plus a piece featuring a pertinent book.
On Monday, BRL will host their international breakfast, afternoon programming and games with Ralph, Braille word games. Lua will hold their program on Sunday. Friends in Art of ACB, FIA. To audition for this year's Showcase of the Performing Arts, contact Lynn Heddle via email lynnsbrc at gmail.com or via phone 205-283-7797. This year, the showcase will feature a band for accompaniment. FIA will host Prose and Poetry Sunday evening where writers can read their original works, a luncheon with speaker on Monday, and the Round and Harmony Sing on Tuesday, great for teachers to learn rounds to take back to their classrooms. They will hold other workshops during convention week. Guide Dog Users, Inc., GDUI, will hold several days of programming, including sessions from a veterinarian, advocacy and legal issues, and they hope to do a workshop on IRA. They will also host the always popular Guide Dog School Update and the GDUI Luncheon. Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs, Ivy, plans to hold their Small Business Expo and other events. Randolph Shepard Vendors of America, RSVA, is celebrating their 50th anniversary. Watch for all their special programming. ACB Committees The Board of Publications, BOP, will hold a workshop on Wednesday on personal branding and a town hall meeting Wednesday evening where attendees can meet and hear from candidates for ACB board positions. Durward K. McDaniel First-Timer, DKM Committee, will host a first-timers reunion and 4th of July blast Wednesday evening. International Relations, IRC, will host the Voices from Around the World luncheon on Monday, where you'll meet and hear from our international guests. Multicultural Concerns will host a luncheon and program on Sunday and a midweek social on Tuesday. The Special Education Task Force will host a program titled Schools for the Blind as a Resource for Public School-Based Vision Programs. Staying in Touch Once again, this year the conference and convention announce list will be filled with information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconvention dash subscribe at acblists dot org. If you received updates for the 2017 convention, you need not subscribe to the list again. Hotel details. Room rates at Union Station are $89 per night. This rate applies for up to two people in a king room and up to four guests in a room with two queen beds. Room tax is currently 18.435%. Make telephone reservations by calling 314-231-1234. Be sure to mention you are with the American Council of the Blind to obtain the conference and convention room rate. To make reservations online, visit www.acb.org and follow the 2018 convention link for online reservations. Convention Contacts 2018 Exhibit Information 
Michael Smitherman, 601-331-7740, A-M-D-U-O at B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot net. 2018 Advertising and Sponsorships, Marjorie Beeman, 512-921-1625, O-L-E-O 50 at H-O-T-M-A-I-L dot com. For any other convention-related questions, please contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, 651-428-5059 or via email J-A-N-E-T dot D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at G-M-A-I-L dot com. Continuing Education Opportunities with ACB ACB is proud to announce that the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP, has designated the American Council of the Blind as a RPPLE Category 1 provider of continuing education opportunities in the field of blindness and visual impairment. Beginning with the 2018 ACB Conference and Convention in St. Louis, ACB will offer rehabilitation teachers and counselors, teachers of the visually impaired, low-vision therapists, orientation and mobility instructors, and other professionals the opportunity to earn continuing education credits throughout Convention Week. Credits will be offered for a wide range of specialized programs, workshops, seminars, and other events presented by ACB committees, special interest affiliates, and representatives of government agencies and private industry. Subjects addressed will include, but are not limited to, transition, vocational goals, technology, health issues, orientation and mobility, self-advocacy, Braille, low vision issues, daily living skills, physical education, and social skills. ACB convention dates are June 29 to July 6, 2018. Programs and events offering CE credits will begin on Saturday, June 30, and continue throughout the week. To help you with your travel plans, details on individual programs and workshops offering continuing education credits will be posted on our new continuing education email list as soon as they are confirmed. Join the list by sending a blank email to contuing-education-subscribe at acblists.org. Pre-registration for the conference and convention opens on May 15th and will include the ability to register for continuing education credits. This initiative is part of the 2017 ACB strategic planning process and is being directed by Carla Rushevel and Leslie Spoon. For more information, contact Carla Rushevel, CE Chair, by phone at 502-897-1472 or via email carla40206 at gmail.com. Carla Rushevel and Leslie Spoon. All aboard the Dillon Express.
The railroad has played a major part in the history of St. Louis, and freight and passenger train service is strong throughout the city and region today. The Union Station Hotel, the site of the 2018 conference and convention, served as the city's train station until its conversion into a hotel and shopping center in the 1980s. This year marks a decade of success for the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Since 2009, the walk has raised over $325,000 and helped fund many of ACB's programs and services. This year's walk-only event will take place outside the hotel, rain or shine, on Saturday, June 30th. Teams are once again able to split funds raised between ACB and affiliates, and you can participate in the walk as a virtual walker if you can't make it to St. Louis. The ACB Walk Committee hopes you'll join us aboard the Dillon Express this year. Katie Frederick Broke your New Year's resolutions already? Resolve to support ACB through the MMS program. Greetings from the Monthly Monetary Support MMS Program Committee. We hope that 2018 finds you happy and healthy, and we hope it's a prosperous year for all of us. If you attended or streamed the 2017 ACB Annual Conference and Convention, you already know that the MMS Committee has been working diligently to maintain our goal of raising more than $100,000 annually. We have made great strides to increase this amount, but to do so, we need your help. Joining the ACB MMS program shows real commitment and support by you, the membership, and we sincerely thank all of you who joined the MMS program for the first time and those of you who increased your monthly donations. We hope that more of you will decide to join us or raise the amount you're already giving so that in 2018 we'll exceed the goal by 5%. As you all know, ACB tries to provide services and support, free of charge, to all blind people and those who are blind with other disabilities, those who are friends or relatives of blind people, employers, and those who are in the process of losing their sight. Our staff and board members work with Congress, the FCC, the Department of the Treasury, and countless other government agencies and organizations to make life better for all of us. They also work with blindness organizations around the world when issues present themselves. Your monthly donations help to make this all possible. Your contribution is tax-deductible. Whatever amount you designate, the minimum being $10, will be taken out of your checking account or charged to your credit card each month. You can donate the whole amount to ACB or half of it to ACB and the other half to an affiliate of your choice. And should it be necessary for you to stop your donations for any reason, you can do so, no questions asked. Finally, everybody who joins the MMS program or increases their monthly donation by at least $5 before the end of the 2018 ACB convention this summer will be eligible to win a fabulous prize. There are two simple ways for you to sign up for the MMS program. First, you can visit ACB's website, acb.org, tab to the Donate Now button, and then tab to the Monthly Monetary Support MMS program. Or you can call or email Lori Sarf at the ACB Minneapolis office, 612-332-3242, 
L-S-A-R-F-F at A-C-B dot org. Either way, it's easy to begin making monthly contributions or increase current ones. If you're like most of us, you've already broken those resolutions you made on New Year's Eve. Why not resolve this year to help support ACB financially with a monthly donation? It will be one of the most beneficial resolutions you've ever made, and one of the easiest to keep. Crossroads, Let Your Journey Begin by Amanda Selm Get in the driver's seat and take the on-ramp to an outstanding weekend of individual and professional training. Plan now to attend the 2018 Crossroads Conference on April 6 and 7 in Louisville, Kentucky. The 2018 Crossroads Conference is a skill-based weekend open to anyone interested in individual or professional development. Crossroads will include interstates, general sessions, and side roads, topics, targeting a range of skills. Each side road will include three or four stops, sessions, packed with how-tos, handouts, and information you can use in your personal, professional, and organizational life. Create your own unique roadmap as you choose the side roads that best meet your needs. Some examples of side roads include looking your best for any occasion, event planning, funding, and volunteer management ideas, member recruitment and retention, team building and public relations how-tos, and the basics for effective meetings and organizations. A complete list of topics and sessions will be included on the pre-registration form. Crossroads is hosted by the Kentucky Council of the Blind. It is open to any state or special interest affiliate, any local chapter, or any individual who wishes to attend. The conference will be at United Crescent Hill Ministries, UCHM, 150 South State Street in Louisville. Out-of-town participants will stay at the Ramada Inn North, 1041 Zorn Avenue, a short five- to seven-minute ride from the conference site. Transportation between the hotel and crossroads will be provided via Uber and Lyft and is included in your registration fee. The pre-registration fee for Crossroads is $50 for the two-day conference and includes Friday lunch and dinner. Saturday Continental Breakfast, Lunch and Dinner, All Programs, Events, and Materials. Single-day registration is $35. Pre-registration opens on March 1. Hotel room rates at the Ramada Inn are $79 a night plus tax, up to four people per room. A hot breakfast and free Wi-Fi are included. Each room is equipped with a microwave and a small refrigerator. Make reservations now by calling 502-897-5101. Be sure to let them know that you are attending the Kentucky Council of the Blind Conference. For more information, call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598. Email kcb at kentucky acb.org or join our Crossroads email list by sending a blank message to crossroads subscribe at kentucky acb.org
Take the right turn now and meet us at the crossroads. Holiday Auction Thank Yous by Carla Rushevel. The sixth annual holiday auction held Sunday, December 3, 2017, was full of fun and surprises. The auction broadcast team was in place at the iHeart Media Studios in Louisville, Kentucky at 7 p.m. Eastern. Kim Charlson, ACB president, welcomed everyone to the big event. Then the bidding began. When the dust settled, it was about 2.30 a.m. Every item had sold, and we raised approximately $12,000 for ACB Radio. An auction needs two things to be successful, donors and bidders. Individuals, affiliates, and businesses contributed items and cash. A huge thanks to our generous 2017 donors. ACB Diabetics in Action. ACB Lions. ACB Families, ACB Students, ACB Mini Mall, ACB of Minnesota, Anthony Akamini and Terry Lynn Higashi, Bay State Council of the Blind, Nancy Becker, Marjorie Beeman, Carrie Bishop, Blind Information Technology Specialists, BITS, Blind Mice Mega Mall and Cooking in the Dark Radio Show, Brian Charlson, Kim Charlson, Sarah Conrad, Connecticut Council of the Blind, Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI, Patty Cox, William Detheridge, Mike and Shauna Franklin, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, Guide Dog Users, Inc., GDUI, Mike Hartwig, Kim Hebert, Illinois Council of the Blind, Connie Giacomini, Terrell Jones, Kentucky Council of the Blind, Library Users of America, Lua, Marlena Lieberg, Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, Missouri Council of the Blind, Janet Dickelman, and the ACB Convention Committee, Regal Entertainment Group, The Phyllis Serene Family, Bill Sparks, Dan and Leslie Spoon, Emily Starr, D. Thyen, Jeff and Leslie Tom. This year's winning bidders were Bob Acosta, Anthony Acamini, William Basler, Charles Beeble, Melanie Brunson, Ray Campbell, Burl Colley, Denise Colley, Natalie Couch, Debbie Dethridge, Virginia Dublay, Andrea DeClotz, Chris Devon, Kathy Devon, Janet Dickelman, Mary Haroyan, Terry Lynn Higashi, Jennifer Holloway, Connie Giacomini, Richard Johnson, Jean Mann, Anne Martin, John McCann, Oral Miller, Adele Moeller, Marcia Moses, Trina Muncie, Shirley Roberts, Richard Drueda, Adam Rushevel, Carla Rushevel, Karen Schroeder, Ralph Smitherman, Tammy Snyder, Leslie Spoon, Ellen Telker, Jeff Tom, David Trott, Donna Walker, Elaine Weisbard, Charlene Wills, Vivian Younger, and Vita Zavoli. Thanks to everyone who worked so hard to make this auction a success.
to Brian Charlson, Carrie Bishop, Patty Cox, Marlena Lieberg, Larry Turnbull, and Paula Weiss for their help and support. To ACB staff Lori Sarf, D. Thine, and Kelly Gask for their tireless help with descriptions, photos, web page posting, shipping, and accounting. To Larry Turnbull, ACB Radio Managing Director, for instruction and support for the auction web pages and for monitoring the entire operation. And to iHeartMedia for the use of their studio. A tremendous thank you goes to the broadcast team, Patty Cox and Paula Weiss on the phones, Michael McCarty on air, producer Jim Fenn, and the Radio Storm for passing the live feed to ACB Radio. The ACB Radio Holiday Auction Committee is looking forward to the 2018 extravaganza, and we hope you are too. Affiliate News Scheigert Scholarship Deadline, March 15 The deadline for receipt of applications for CCLVI's Scheigert Scholarships is 11.59 p.m. Eastern on March 15. If you're still interested, go to www.cclvi.org and click on the Scheigert Scholarship link to read the instructions and complete an online application. If you have questions, call 1-844-460-0625 or send an email to scholarship at cclvi.org. The Affiliate That Roars Are you a lion who is blind or visually impaired? Have you been a lion in the past or are you interested in becoming one? The American Council of Blind Lions gives lions who are blind and visually impaired a chance to share ideas and experiences. In 2018, ACBL will again support the American Council of the Blind Scholarship Program. ACBL will assist outstanding students to attend the 57th ACB National Convention in St. Louis, Missouri. Support for this project comes from contributions from local clubs, from individual lions, and from the ACBL Treasury. ACBL holds informative telephone conference call meetings on the first Thursday of each month at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The conference call number is 712-432-3900, and the call ID is 796096. If you are already a lion, have been one in the past, or would like to join, you are invited to be part of ACBL. Membership is open to people who are blind, visually impaired, or sighted. One-year membership is just $15. Life membership is $150. Whether you are new to ACBL or you need to renew your membership for 2018, take a few minutes now to make your check payable to ACB Lions and mail to the American Council of Blind Lions, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Or skip the hassle of writing a check. Pay dues by phone with your credit card by calling 502-897-1472 or go to www.paypal.com and send money to 
L-I-O-N-S dot A-C-B at G-M-A-I-L dot com. ACB Officers President Kim Charlson, 3rd Term, 2019 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472 First Vice President Dan Spoon, 1st Term, 2019 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32817-1554 Second Vice President John McCann, 2nd Term, 2019 8761 East Placita Boulevard, Tucson, Arizona, 85715-5650. Secretary, Ray Campbell, 3rd Term, 2019. 460 Rain Tree Court, Number 3K, Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137. Treasurer, David Trott, 1st Term, 2019. 1018 East Street South, Talladega, Alabama, 35160. Immediate Past President, Mitch Pomerantz, 1115 Cordova Street, Number 402, Pasadena, California, 91106. ACB Board of Directors, Jeff Bishop, Kirkland, Washington, First Term, 2020. Denise Colley, Lacey, Washington, First Term, 2020. Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin, Final Term, 2020. Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee, First Term, 2020. Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, First Term, 2018. George Holliday, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Final Term, 2018. Alan Peterson, Horace, North Dakota, Final Term, 2018. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia, Partial Term, 2020. Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland, First Term, 2018. Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California, Partial Term, 2018. Ex Officio, Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington. ACB Board of Publications. Ron Brooks, Chairman, Phoenix, Arizona, Second Term, 2019. Donna Brown, Romney, West Virginia, First Term, 2019. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, First Term, 2018. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, Second Term, 2019. Debbie Lewis, Seattle, Washington, First Term, 2018. Ex officios. Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio. Bob Hache, Waltham, Massachusetts. Burl Colley, Lacey, Washington. Carla Rushevel, Louisville, Kentucky. Accessing your ACB Braille and eForums. The ACB eForum may be accessed by email on the ACB website via download from the webpage in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file, or by phone at 605-475-8154. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB email lists page at www.acb.org.
The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, digital cartridge, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone, 605-475-8154. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader stream or from www.acb.org slash bf slash.